Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, founder of Purposefully Living, where your passion meets God's purpose. I believe God created you for a purpose. So why not purposefully live every day of your life by embracing your uniqueness and walking in the fullness of who Christ created you to be? Hi, welcome. It's Latrice Bartley with Purposefully Living. I pray you are having a wonderful Monday. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Motivational Monday, y'all. A brand new week, a brand new mercies, a brand new opportunity to allow God to just direct us. So again, I am Latrice Bartley. I am the CEO of Purposefully Living. And I just want to encourage you for a few minutes. I want to encourage you to get fit. I want to encourage you to be focused, to be intentional, and to be tenacious in your pursuit of Christ first and then your goals. And listen, for those of you who may be listening to me on the podcast or maybe you're watching me right now, and let's say you're new, you're new to Motivational Monday and you're like, what is Motivational Monday? Motivational Monday is my opportunity to encourage you in the faith, to encourage you to start your week off stopping, sitting, and seeking the face of God. Um, Motivational Monday, I like to describe it as it's like taking a trip, right? And you don't just get in the car and say, you know what? I think I'm going to go to Texas today, or I think I'm going to go to Utah today without a plan. But when you get in the car, you have, you know where you're going, you know where you're staying. And that's what the word of God is. I, my motivation on Monday is different because I recognize if you're like me, we have a lot on our plate. We are, you know, moms, wives, single moms, single dads. We have jobs. We have responsibility. We have goals. We have life that's coming at us, but how do we do it all purposefully and successfully? It begins with Christ. It begins with God. It begins in saying, Lord, I choose not to trust in my way, but I want to acknowledge you, recognize you and invite you in my day. And that's what Stop, Sit and Seek is about. So I want to jump right in to this week's Motivational Monday. And I want you, I want to say this from the offset. Motivational Monday is really important to me because it's not just so I can hear myself talk. I really pray when I'm speaking to you all because I want to encourage you as I encourage myself. And I say this all the time that it's a journey. Life is a journey. And we're journeying together. We're not in this alone. And so I really want you to take time. I pray that after the motivation on Monday, look up the scriptures, think about what I said, meditate on it. Because in Joshua, we're reminded that our success lies in the word of God in our taking time to study it. So today, today's topic, y'all, is do not disturb. And you might be like, say what now? Do not disturb. Do not disturb. So let me just kind of set it up. And I want to say this too from the outset. If you're looking at this, I ask that you share. Share. Um, if you're watching on a YouTube channel, share because just like I want to encourage you, I want to encourage others. And so if something I said bless you, share it so others can be blessed. Because we're beginning this week. I want to talk to you about do not disturb. And so we have all um, we know what the do not disturb is, the do not disturb sign. Now, there's a couple ways that you can view the do not disturb. 
We have the do not disturb sign that is in a hotel. And oftentimes the do not disturb that's in the hotel, it means that we're telling them we do not want them to interrupt us. We do not want them to clean our room, right? So when we see the do not disturb sign, if you hang it in, everybody's been to a hotel. And a lot of times we will hang the do not disturb sign. And it says, do not bother us. I don't want my room cleaned right now, or I don't want my room cleaned at all. Now, the do not disturb on our phone functions a little differently. The do not disturb on our phone means that you will not get calls, notifications. It mutes any activity. So on our phone, when we put that do not disturb, people can't get through. Um, and there's a way they have to get through. But it's letting people know, in other words, I don't want to hear from anybody right now during this period of time. I'm muting all calls. I'm muting all notifications. And like I said, in terms of if you're at a hotel, when you see the do not disturb sign up, it tells the people, I don't want you to clean my room. Don't knock on my door. Don't bother me. Do not disturb me. So you probably say, Latrice, why are you talking about do not disturb? Because guess what? The Lord brought this to my heart because, <clears throat> excuse me, this is how we treat him. We treat Christ like the do not disturb sign on our phone and the notification that you put on the door. We put, and because I really want to drive a lifestyle of purposefully living. Say, Everybody is on different journeys. And I say that often. Some people was not raised in the church. They don't have a biblical um, foundation or background in the word of God. They don't understand certain things. And so I don't want to assume that everybody know. And then you have those of us that we grew in the church. We know the language of the church. But either way, we have developed a habit of saying things, but we have no fruit to bear it. And so we'll say, you know, Lord, he's the head of my life. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. You know, we have these things. But really the truth of the matter is that the Lord was showing me is many of us have a do not disturb up. We just like you hang it up on your hotel. You got it hung up on your house door. You got do not how you put do not disturb on your phone. That's what we do. We've muted Christ. He cannot notify us. He can't talk to us. He can't download to us. But yet he's the head of our life. But our life shows no fruit of it. And the way I know that is because where Christ lives, there's there's freedom. There's an abundance that can be seen. And John 10 and 10 tells us this. It says that. He came that we may have life and that we may have it in abundance. And so I literally, I wanted to look up that word. And in the message version, it says a real and eternal life, better life than ever. Listen, that's what he came, that you will have a better life than ever. But when you look up abundance, it means plenty, oversufficient, affluence. Like when you are in abundance, it's, you have plenty, you can give some. And it said that he came that we may have life and that we may have it in abundance. But if you are not living in abundance today, and I want us to, let me go back to when I say abundance, a lot of times naturally we automatically go to money, but living in abundance is not financial. That, that can be one aspect, but are you in peace every day? Are you filled with joy every day? Are you healthy in your body and in your mind, like total health? And so when we look at abundance, it says everything in our life, we're doing great. But I am not crazy to believe that everybody is doing great in every aspect of their life because I'm not. 
I'm still every day. I'm giving myself to God to say, Lord, these are things that I recognize, but I want to give to you so that you can mold me and you can perfect me. So I know if I have to do it, I'm sure some of you have to do it. But here's the thing. He can't change when there's a do not disturb, because when you hang up a do not disturb on your hotel door. I know I, I have went somewhere or my husband and I went on our anniversary of we do something and we put, we're like, we're good. We, you know, the room ain't messed up. We just want to sleep through. Don't bother. So if you get to knocking on my door, talking about cleaning, I'm going to be upset. I'm like, didn't you see the do not disturb? And so we try to figure out why God has no, where, where is he? in our life, but you might need to check. Did you leave a do not disturb? Does he have access? Because you have to give him access, just like we have to take that door hanger off, but we have to make sure that we don't put it on by telling him, Lord, I'll handle this. I know that you said to not trust in, in my, uh, in my own self and to not lean to my own understanding. But a lot of times we, like I said, the other week, we tell God what he created. Oh, I'm not good. Good enough to do that. Oh no, I can't go there. I'm not going to do that. Um, no, actually, as far as my money, I'll handle that. But if you could just bless me, if you could give me the things I need, but don't tell me how to budget. Don't tell me how to save. Don't tell me how to sow seeds. Like, no, I'm not about that life. I just need you to provide. So in other words, you got to do not disturb up because we don't plan to do what he said. We just won't the benefits of what obedience bring. I don't plan on listening to you, acknowledging you, reverencing you. And I know some people might feel like, well, that's harsh. You don't know my relationship. But again, when you're doing the things, there's fruit behind it. There's fruit. And he said, when you love me, you obey me. And so I really want to charge you this week to evaluate your life every day and make sure, wait a minute, do I have my do not disturb on? And I say that because I have put on my do not disturb. I remember when I pray in the mornings, I put my do not disturb on because I don't want texts. I don't want people ringing me. I want my time with the Lord. But I have forgotten to take it off. And then midday, I got, I mean, text from my staff, my boss. And I'm like, oh Lord, because I forgot to take it off. And so I'm saying this because maybe some of us, we don't even realize that, oh, I still have my do not disturb on. I forgot that I, I didn't invite the Lord into my marriage. I didn't invite the Lord into my business. I didn't give him my children. Hold on. I didn't give him free access to these areas. I want to encourage you to make sure you take the do not disturb off. Because again, when you take the do not disturb off, then it's saying, Lord, I, I'm not muting your voice. Lord, I want your signals. I want to hear the way that you are instructing me to go. Lord, no, no, no. I'm taking this do not disturb off the door because I need you to clean my heart. I recognize that I can go from one to 10 easily and I can be nasty and I can be conniving. I can be deceitful. And God, I admit that so that you can wash me over, so that you can purify me, so that you can thank Lord, do a work. I need you to clean the rooms of my heart. So I want to encourage you to take the do not disturb off of your door because he can't freely do a work where he's blocked. He He's a gentleman. And so he's not going to force himself on us, but we have to check and say, Lord, have I given you access to every room of my life? Have I given you access to, to permeate? Because like I said, we have a language. We will not say, oh, I hate God. 
We wouldn't dare say, oh, I don't love God. Oh, I don't believe God. We'll say, you know, oh, he's the head of my life. Is he? Like, he told you to stop spending six months ago. He said, just put $50 a month aside. And you like, oh, no, I, I got to have my Nikes. I need my shoe balance. Oh, no. But then you didn't see that six months up, you would get a layoff. And now it's like, God, where are you? Lord, I need you. He said, I've been here. But remember, you put the do not disturb on that area of your life. You told me hands off. So now that it's a mess, it's like, Lord, I need a miracle. And the Lord like, but the miracle was when I was telling you to save, when I was telling you to plant a seed in this person, when I was telling you to collaborate. So I want to encourage you and all of this, believe it or not. Yes, it does tie into your goals. Yes, it does tie into a health life. Yeah, because if we would take the do not disturb off and if we would give God access to every as avenue of our life, we would see our stress levels go down. We would see our blood pressure go down. We would live peacefully and joyfully because guess what? You wouldn't be doing it. You would be in partnership with someone who's able to do exceedingly abundantly, but you have to give him access to your life. So that's where I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you to take the do not disturb off. And as I mentioned before, I don't want you to look at it as just money. And I said this, um, do not disturb means you silence calls, you silence alerts, you mute vibrations, you mute sounds. You choose when you will receive calls. When you have do not disturb, you choose. Because guess what? There's a, a, a setting that you can say, if this person calls me two or three times, then I'll answer. So in other words, do not disturb is activated by you. You in totally control. That's the other thing I want to bring out because we're trying to understand why certain things are not in our business, in our families, in our marriage, in our job, why we are not at peace and why we are not seeing the success is because it's you. Where does he have access? Where has he had freedom to roam? Where can he in your business tell you, no, nah, that's not a good, or are you looking at, but that person know these people that can put me in contact with them and they got this much capital. But God said, what you don't know is that their integrity is shot. They, how they get their money is not respectful. I'm telling you to put your money on this person who no one knows who don't have a hundred likes, but I've been keeping them aside for the last three years. They've been saving their money. They have been seeking my face and they are going to be able to hand you a check and they have the integrity. See, we want to be in control. We want to do things our way, but then we, and we are so, we don't know people. We don't know. And so that's why Proverbs three, five through six reminds us, stop, sit and seek. Don't trust in yourself. Acknowledge God first and allow him to direct our path. Allow him to direct every resource that you need. Stop trying to do it on yourself. And yes, this lines up. I'm still motivating you. I'm still igniting you to, to do your goals and to, to accomplish your goals and to go up and have good health because it all begins in him. You can't do any of that. If you don't take the do not disturb off so you can hear the notifications so you can hear when he's leading you. And if you're watching me and maybe you're at a point where your life is just you, you've muted him. He been muted from the beginning. Your do not disturb being on since you was born. You don't hear no. It's like Jesus who God who I ain't trying to hear that. Then I want to encourage you. Are you living abundantly? Are you in peace? Are you look at the fruit? 
You know, sometimes we don't want to face reality, but our life will tell us where we really sit, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. We can say, girl, everything going good over here. I'm good. But when you come home, you're looking at the foreclosure notice. You're looking at the fact that you want to take pills. You're looking at that you're battling suicide. You're looking at the fact that you're crying. So what I'm asking you is to take the mute off, to take the do not disturb off and say, God, I'm tired of doing it myself. I don't want to be in control, but I realize that you chose me. You chose me for good works. And I want to let you know that he chose you. I talked about that for the last three weeks. You are not just, um, I had some extra clay. Let me make this person. No, when you look up the definition of chose, one of the definitions is carefully selected. So remove chose out and say he carefully selected me. He carefully selected you to raise those children. He carefully selected you to homeschool those children. He carefully selected you to run that organization. He carefully selected you to sit in that role. So why not allow him to show you how to purposefully live every day and do it to his glory? That's what I'm telling you. And so I want to invite you on this brand new day, a brand new week to say, Lord, yes, I have a week ahead of me. Yes, I have a staff. Yes, I wherever you sit. But I choose to get fit today. I choose to be focused and intentional and tenacious in pursuing you first. I'm going to stop, sit and see. And I want to evaluate my life. I want you to look on the inside of me. I recognize that I've made a mess. Maybe you're looking at me, like I said, and you don't know the Lord. And you like, oh, God, he my do not disturb is all over my house. I got one on my door, one at the hotel, one in my car. He, he don't have no say in my life. It's OK, because today is a brand new opportunity to start over, to say, God, I take my hands off so that you can lead. I want to sit in the backseat of my life. And I know that don't make sense because when you get your car, it's your new car. Who do you, I mean, who wants to sit in the backseat of their own car? I mean, unless you like me and don't like to drive, then that's great. You know, I'm all about that show for life, but I'm saying we like, don't come and get in my car and tell me where to sit. But yes, in this life, And in really having abundance, it means being willing to say, Lord, I take a backseat of my life because I want you to get the glory. I need your direction. I want heavenly intervention in all my earthly matters. So I want to encourage you today. Make sure you don't have do not disturb on. Make sure that you can hear the voice of God. Take time to say, God, I'm opening up my life. I'm opening up. We, we're in a time where so much is going on. And maybe you're at the point where now I got, I, I'm getting ready to homeschool my kids. How I'm getting ready to do this. Lord, you already know I got to go to these people's job. Now I'm worried about this. How I, it's okay. Stop sit and see. Don't, don't put the do not disturb and say, I'm going to figure it out. Why are you going to figure it out? When in Psalms 139, he said, I recorded all your days before you even was one, before you even begin to live a day, he recorded the day. So that means COVID 
don't surprise him. That means you homeschool your children, don't surprise him. That means, oops, they laying you off, it don't surprise him. But the what we have to do is make sure that we are linked by the process. God, show me. I, You said in your word that your thoughts of me are good. You said for that, that the plans you have for me are good and not of evil. You said that you wake up that when I call your answer. So then I need to find out your thoughts. If your thoughts of me are good and my thoughts of me ain't even good, then we got a conflict. I need to get on your team. I need to figure out what do you see in me? I need to know what, what do you know that I don't know? Let me stop, sit and seek and say, Lord, show me, show me what you see about me. Show me how to be what you see in me. Lord, show me how to give myself to you. And that's where I want to go. I think about Psalms 143 and eight, but this is one of my favorite scriptures that I want to um, just put on your radar. Psalms 143 and eight, and I've, I've spoken about it many times. But it says, let me experience your faithful love in the morning for I trust in you. Reveal to me the way I should go because I appeal to you. And here's the thing, y'all. I want you to understand the first the first sentence in that it says, let me experience. Oh, my God. Can I tell you? If if somebody watching me, and I know, I listen, I say it every time. I know somebody like, Lord, can that girl just give me the recipes? Just give me the recipes. Just tell me how to get my body right. I ain't want to know about all this. I can't. You you can't successfully live fit on the outer and the inner without him. Like I can give you the fruit, I can give you the recipes, I can tell you how to blend that food up, I can tell you all of that. But it's going to be a transforming of your mind that any of it sticks. I can tell you what smart goals is. I can tell you about proactive planning. I've seen success in 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 so many areas of my life, but what I will tell you is it's been Christ. Because I can't tell you how many times I've called my husband and said the Holy Spirit said or I the Lord has shown me something and I'll go to my child and, and God to give me how to pray for them. Or I've sat down and y'all, the Lord has said one word and then I wrote it out. I shared the other week how I got blessed. Even people talking about my photos. Y'all don't know how that that young lady, how Sarah blessed my life. Like if I told you a whole story, it would knock y'all out the chill. But she will tell you, I, when I called her, I didn't ask for nothing. Y'all, I heard the Lord say, Sarah, and I was in my garage and I'm like, Sarah, what? And he said, Sarah, your photographer, call her. When I called her, she couldn't even believe I was calling her. She's like, oh my God, I went to bed with you on my mind last night. Y'all minimize, y'all minimize. The, listen, I don't care what influencer you know on Instagram. I don't care who you know. I don't care if you know the biggest whatever that have a billion dollars. Can't nobody top Jesus. Can't nobody top the voice of the Lord. Can't nobody tell you because he recorded your days. He know they still can they can give you the the money they can give you you know the startup they can put you in contact and put you in rooms but when you get in the room can you handle the room can you handle the the platform when they put you on there if he has not ordained and he has not 
equipped you and he has not said this is the time and why are you trying to network then to just stop sit and seek and say god what's your way what's your timing how do you want me to do this and that's what i'm telling you psalms 143 lets us know it's an experience and so i want to encourage you this week to live the abundant life live abundantly in joy live abundantly in peace if you finding yourself out i feel like i'm my mind is checking out and i don't know i feel like this we don't live by these feelings them feelings are kept that all feelings do is bring you to death if the feelings not lining up with the word of god y'all that's death but you got to be able to say i feel like this but hold on let me see what the word of god says i feel like I, how am I going to make it? But he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I feel like I have no value or importance. But then he said, I'm a masterpiece. Last time I checked, when you look up a masterpiece, they're normally priceless. It's like one or two of them. They, they don't just duplicate. They ain't 100,000 masterpieces. There's one normally up. Maybe you might get another one. There's one of you. So what do you mean you, you're not valuable? What do you mean you can't do this? He don't make mess, but our work is to see ourselves through the eyes of Christ. And you can't do that if you don't know him. So you, number one, have to get to know him so you can see yourself the way he sees. So y'all, I just wanted to encourage you today. Take your do not disturb off. Make sure you don't have, you might be like, oh no, I ain't got no, he, he got full access, do we? He got full access to your money. Can he tell you how to turn left on your business? Can he tell you how to in your marriage? Because, you know, we feel like even with our kids, these my kids. Don't nobody tell me, really? Because, see, this morning I was praying and I said, listen, Lord, Miles Langston and Olivia, I need you to show me how to raise up the leaders that they are for you. I don't call them by their name. They leaders. I understand my children are leaders in training. So God, you put these leaders in my life. How do I recognize the value and the uniqueness in each one? I need you to show me how to pay attention when they're talking. I need you to show me their weaknesses so I can begin to cover it so it doesn't exploit them. Give me as their mom how to be their biggest cheerleader because this is my platform first. Before I go out trying to motivate, my home is my platform. But do he have access in your home? Does he have access in your marriage? Can he tell you how to lead? Yeah, I know at your job, you are the CEO. You are the executive director. You are the manager. That sounds great. But can he tell you what to do on your job? Or are you like, I got this? But you don't know how you could listen to the voice of God. And he could say, when you go into this meeting, say this and do this. And I'm going to have this connected to this. Y'all, it begins in him. And so I just want to encourage you today to take the do not disturb off. Allow God to guide and direct you. Stop, sit and see. It is a whole experience serving the Lord. And let me tell you, it's a good experience. It doesn't mean it's easy. Because guess what? It's the process. And anything that you think about that we love, jewelry, I love jewelry, diamonds, I love, I mean, my Mac computer, I can go on and on. But if you think about those products, they went through a process, every product. And if the product wasn't right, guess what? They threw it out and started over. But isn't that a blessing? He'll throw you out. Even though Lord knows we get through the process and he probably like, Jesus, why? I mean, Jesus probably like, Lord, why I made him? Why? But that's not how he treat us. Even through the process, he said, I work, I'm working it all for your good. So I just want to encourage you today. And this is what I want to leave you with. This is what I want to end with. 
I want to end with, I said Psalms 143 and 8, let me experience your faithful love in the morning for I trust in you. But it's like the Lord led me to just look up two words that I want to leave with you. And one was faithful and one was trust. And faithful, um, faithful is defined as true to one's word and promises, steady in allegiance, in affection, loyal, reliable, and trustworthy. So when he says, listen, I want to see your faithful love. I want you to understand that God's love is steady. It is, it's loyal. He's loyal to you. He's for you. And you might say, why is that important? Because listen to what it says in the message version. In the message version of Psalms 145 and 17, it says everything God does is right. The trademark on all his work is love. Y'all, now I know that might not excite some people, but that thing blessed me. Think about it. The trademark, because when you think about a product, they're known by their trademark. We know McDonald's by the M. You know Apple by the symbol. It's trademark. It said God's trademark is love. So he leads with love. How? He gave his only son for you. He went. He gave his only son, Jesus, so that he could go to the cross. No matter what you've done, you're looking at me. He trademarked with love. He has loving eyes to you. So I want to let you know, if you got somebody that love you that much, Take the do not disturb sign off. Unmute your phone. Unmute your heart. Allow him to clean you up. Don't sit up there and have, know your room stinking and you're going to just sit there and put the no. No, Lord, come on in. Come on in and clean my heart so that now I can live a fit life. Now I can go out and get these smart goals. Now I can write the vision and make it plain. Now I can get my help. I'm determined to to get off this medication. I can do it because Lord, I took the sign off and I know that you and I together are the majority. So Lord, I'm asking you every day to show me how to eat so that I can get off this medication. Lord, I'm asking you to put the resources in my path so that I can write this plan and that I can do this for your glory. Now you can live a fit lifestyle. So listen, that's all I had today. That's all I had to say. I want to encourage y'all that he's real. He is so real. So listen, be encouraged. That's, that's all I want you to do. Check. Make sure that the do not disturb sign is not on your heart. Make sure the do not disturb sign is not on whatever. Look at your life. Look at the things that, that seem to be uh, you stressed and they not going right. Does he have access or are you the control? Are you in the room controlling everything? Let him have access. And when he does, then begins the fit lifestyle. Have a wonderful week. Don't work. Don't, don't um, forget fit Friday. Listen, I want to see those photos. We're going to be focused, intentional and tenacious this week, pursuing God first. And then allowing him to help us accomplish our goals. So have a blessed week. Bye.